Chapter seventy six of the Queen's Necklace by Alexandre Dumas. The translator is unknown. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gail Timmerman Vaughan. Chapter seventy six. Explanations. Madame, said the cardinal, bowing, you know what is passing concerning the necklace? No, monsieur, I wish to learn it from you. Why has your majesty for so long deigned to communicate with me through another? If you have any reason to hate me, why not explain it? I do not know what you mean. I do not hate you. But that is not, I think, the subject of our interview. I wish to hear all about this unlucky necklace. But first, where is Madame de la Motte? I was about to ask your majesty the same question. Really, monsieur, if anyone knows, I think it ought to be you. I, madame, why? Oh, I do not wish to receive your confessions about her, but I wish to speak to her, and have sent for her ten times without receiving an answer. And I, madame, am astonished at her disappearance, for I also sent to ask her to come, and like your majesty received no answer. Then let us leave her, monsieur, and speak of ourselves. Oh, no, madame, let us speak of her first, for a few words of your majesty's gave me a painful suspicion. It seemed to me that your majesty reproached me with my assiduities to her. I have not reproached you at all, sir. Oh, madame, such a suspicion would explain all to me. Then I should understand all the rigor towards me, which I have hitherto found so inexplicable. Here we cease to understand each other, and I beg of you not to still further involve in obscurity what I wished you to explain to me. Madame, cried the cardinal, clasping his hands, I entreat you not to change the subject. Allow me only two words more, and I am sure we shall understand each other. Really, sir, you speak in language that I do not understand. Pray, return to plain French. Where is the necklace that I returned to the jewellers? The necklace that you sent back. Yes, what have you done with it? I, I do not know, madame. Listen, and one thing is simple. Madame de la Motte took away the necklace and returned it to the jewellers in my name. The jewellers say they never had it, and I hold in my hands a receipt which proves the contrary. But they say the receipt is forged. Madame de la Motte, if sincere, could explain all, but as she is not to be found, I can but conjecture. She wished to return it, but you, who had always the generous wish to present me with the necklace, you, who brought it to me, with the offer to pay for it, which your majesty refused. Yes, will you have persevered in your idea, and you kept back the necklace, hoping to return it to me at some other time. Madame de la Motte was weak. She knew my inability to pay for it, and my determination not to keep it when I could not pay. She therefore entered into a conspiracy with you. Have I guessed right? Say yes. Let me believe in this slight disobedience to my orders, and I promise to pardon you both. So let Madame de la Motte come out of her hiding place. But for pity's sake, let there be perfect clearness and openness, monsieur. A cloud rests over me. I will have it dispersed. Madame, replied the cardinal with a sigh, unfortunately it is not true. I did not persevere in my idea, for I believed the necklace was in your own hands. I never conspired with Madame de la Motte about it, and I have it no more than you say you or the jewellers have it. Impossible. You have not got it? No, madame. It is not you who hide it? No, madame. You do not know what has become of it? No, madame. But then, how do you explain its disappearance? I do not pretend to explain it, madame, and moreover, it is not the first time that I have had to complain that your majesty did not understand me. How, sir? 
pray madame have the goodness to retrace my letters in your memory your letters you have written to me too seldom madame to express all that was in my heart the queen rose terminate this jesting sir what do you mean by letters how can you dare to say such things ah madame perhaps i have allowed myself to speak too freely the secret of my soul what secret are you in your senses monsieur madame oh speak out you speak now like a man who wishes to embarrass one before witnesses madame is there really any one listening to us no monsieur explain yourself and prove to me if you can that you are in your right senses oh why is not madame de lamotte here she could aid me to reawaken if not your majesty's attachment at least your memory my attachment my memory ah madame cried he growing excited spare me i beg it is free for you to love no longer but do not insult me ah mon dieu cried the queen turning pale hear what this man says well madame said he getting still more excited i think i have been sufficiently discreet and reserved not to be ill-treated but i should have known that when a queen says i will not any longer it is as imperious as when a woman says i will but sir to whom or when have i said either the one or the other both to me to you you are a liar monsieur de rouen a coward for you calumniate a woman and a traitor for you insult the queen and you are a heartless woman and a faithless queen you led me to feel for you the most ardent love you let me drink my fill of hopes of hopes my god am i mad or what is he should i have dared to ask you for the midnight interviews which you granted me the queen uttered a cry of rage as she fancied she heard a sigh from the boudoir should i continued monsieur de rouen have dared to come into the park if you had not sent madame de lamotte for me mon dieu should i have dared to seal the key should i have ventured to ask for this rose which since then i have worn here on my heart and burned up with my kisses should i have dared to kiss your hands and above all should i have dared even to dream of sweet but perfidious love monsieur cried she you blaspheme mon dieu exclaimed the cardinal heaven knows that to be loved by this deceitful woman i would have given my all my liberty my life monsieur de rouen if you wish to preserve either you will confess immediately that you invented all these horrors that you did not come to the park at night i did come he replied you are a dead man if you maintain this a rouen cannot lie madame i did come monsieur de rouen in heaven's name say that you did not see me there i will die if you wish it and as you threatened me but i did come to the park at versailles where madame de lamotte brought me once more confess it is a horrible plot against me no then believe that you are mistaken deceived that it was all a fancy no then we will have recourse said she solemnly to the justice of the king the cardinal bowed the queen rang violently tell his majesty that i desire his presence the cardinal remained firm marie antoinette went ten times to the door of the boudoir and each time returned without going in at last the king appeared End of chapter seventy six